0: Hello and welcome back to the Plan Success Beginners SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill, the owner of the Planned Success. And today I am very excited because I've got my first ever guest on the podcast, Glenith. Um, so I'll let her introduce herself. But today we're going to be talking all about Google Ads for beginners. Um, there might be a bit of an aspect for small business owners, but I've got a list of questions. Um, and then also obviously Glenith's going to Talk, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, but I'm really hoping this episode will be a great introduction. If you've never thought about using Google Ads, or you know you feel a bit overwhelmed by Google Ads, or maybe you already use Google Ads but you just kind of want to double check: Heck, am I doing it right? Because as a small business owner, you might just be. You know, winging it, which many of us are as small business owners, when we've got all these different channels and things. Just, right? I can see Glenneth nodding. Yes. Isn't that case? You just, as a small business owner, you just constantly have to be doing everything. Yeah. yeah. Um so I'll yeah, I'll let you introduce yourself. So do you want to tell us about yourself, Glenn?
1: Sure. My name is Gleneth Reed, and I am the owner and founder of the visibility method. I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, in the States. And I have been doing online marketing since 2011, when I joined a small local internet agency here in town. And in 2018, I bought the business and rebranded and made it my own. And I didn't really know anything about Google Ads when I started at the business, but that was one (laughs) of the things they did. And so as I was kind of learning, I'm like, oh, I like that. And the gentleman who did it left. And so I was kind of, you know, trial by fire, just thrown into it. But now I've been doing it for 11, 12 years and love it because I think it really has a place for small business, local businesses, online businesses, if you know what you're doing and if it's set up correctly.
0: Definitely, 100%. Quick segue there. Gosh, so when you started and when you were first learning about business and everything, did you ever feel sort of imposter syndrome when you were, I'm just going to specifically stick to Google ads, but I know you also do SEO and other types of digital marketing as well. But yeah, did you ever feel sort of imposter syndrome?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's just, even even today it's like, oh, oh, but I just, I know that I can help people, you know, and I just keep reminding myself of the people that I've helped and the people that trust me and come to me and I'm like, Okay. I don't know everything about Google Ads. I never say I do. I specialize in search campaigns instead of trying to do all the Google Ads things, because I think that's what's really the most important part of Google Ads for small businesses.
0: Definitely. I'd really agree that, especially for small business owners. When they don't have a huge budget, they really need to just go for what's going to give them the most impact. So- that makes perfect sense. Um, Thank you so much. Okay. So first question, what's the difference between PPC and Google ads? So PPC is pay per click, which essentially Google ads is
1: pay per click marketing, but PPC can be more general. It could be Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, which is now X, any (laughs) of those where you're paying at, where you're paying to market and you <laughs> pay when somebody clicks on your ad, whatever the ad might look like, that's PPC in general. And then Google ads is Google's form of PPC.
0: Got it. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So are there any other sort of acronyms like PPC that we should be aware of? Ones that come to instance for me that I know sort of small small business owners get overwhelmed with are when you click into Google ads ads. There's obviously just a whole new wealth of vocabulary. So things like um, an ad campaign, an ad group, like there's just, are there any sort of main ones that we should know about?
1: So the biggest thing is you set up campaigns in Google ads and a campaign can have multiple ad groups Mm -hmm. and all of those ad groups share the same budget for the campaign and the same campaign settings. So if you were wanting to run $50 a day just to the U.S. and $20 a day to, say, Australia, those would need to be two separate campaigns because your location is different and your budget is different. If you said, I'm going to spend $70 a day targeting U.S. and Australia, you could just put that in one campaign.
0: Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you.
1: And then ad groups are usually defined as tightly formed keywords. One of the things I find when people have done Google Ads themselves is they'll have one ad group with 1,000 keywords thrown in there. <laughs> and really the best case practice is maybe five to 20 tightly related keywords in a group. You can have as many ad groups as you need. And so it's better to have more ad groups and fewer keywords. And honestly, once you start running Google ads, and once you really see what's working for your business, you may find that five keywords are what's driving all of Mm. your conversions.
0: And that's all you use. And so in that case, would you kind of just recommend just focus on those five keywords and you get rid of the rest of the keywords. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. I have a
1: client, we've been running his Google ads for six or seven years now mm-hmm. and we have three keywords. That's all we ever use. He, wow. We actually turn his Google ads on four times a year. So that's another thing I love about it is you can turn it off super easily and then mm-hmm. restart it. And because he does like semesters or terms, We turn it on when he's in a sign up period, run it. When it's over, we turn it off. And then the next time, and we just rinse and repeat. And we know that these three terms get him the leads that he needs for each semester.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I imagine after six or seven years, it's like, you know what works with this client. We do.
1: We do. There's no, you know, do I still check it every week? Absolutely you know, just to make sure nothing's going on, make sure he's still Mm -hmm. getting the leads. But, you know, if something's working and bringing you in the business that you need, you don't have to change it just to change something.
0: Yes, especially with, I find on social media or even just as soon as you start Googling something, There seems to be so much information out there and you'll find different viewpoints and different strategies. So I imagine it's the same for PPC. And you start thinking, oh my gosh, maybe I should be doing this strategy. But like you said, if it's working, don't get sort of distracted by what's happening on outside. Thank you so much. So you kind of explained there already, talking about, you know, you have an ad campaign um, and then you split it into ad groups. But for instance, imagine if I was selling candles. So, and I'm going to sell a coconut candle, and I'm also going to sell a vanilla candle. What was, so my top level, just keep it really, really top level, (laughs) like just to sort of, so people don't feel overwhelmed by the process of it. But what would you recommend I do? So I'm selling my coconut candle, I'm selling my vanilla candle, and that's all I want to sell on Google ads.
1: So I would set up a campaign with two ad (laughs) groups, one ad group around coconut one ad group around vanilla because you might have coconut scented candle, coconut Mm -hmm. candle. And then in the vanilla, vanilla scented candle, vanilla candle, um, vanilla smelling candle, vanilla scent, those different words, but see coconut would be in everything because it's a coconut candle. And then vanilla would be in everything in the other ad group. And then here's where this is where people who have set up their campaigns typically miss. Well, so when people come to me and they say, Oh, I tried Google ads before it didn't work. I spent a ton Mm -hmm. of money and I didn't, didn't get anything. I will ask them this one question. I will say, how many negative keywords do you, did you use? Mm. And their answer to me is, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And that's the biggest problem. So while we want to show up for coconut candle and vanilla candle, we would not want to show up for chocolate candle, cherry candle. Like Think of all the yeah. other scents in the world that are not related to our candle. Those are going to be negative keywords because we don't want to show up and chance somebody clicking on the ad and us having to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Now, your ad should always try to attract the people who, who are looking for your product and like disqualify the people because obviously your ad's going to say coconut scented candle, but there are always people who might not read, might just see candle and click. But if we have those other scents in there as negatives, you
0: just won't show up. Perfect. And so does Google just add these like keywords in at the start and it's up to you to remove them? As negative you have keywords. to add in everything. Okay, so
1: I actually have a huge list of them that I just, you know, and and some negatives for some people you actually want for other people. So it's not like mm. the same for all businesses. Um, it's what's relevant for your
0: business and your budget too. True. Yes. Because sometimes if the keyword works, but it's too expensive, what do you do then with clients or is it up to the clients to decide or? Usually if the keyword's too expensive,
1: I'll just like pause it. It won't be a negative, but I'll see if I can maybe get the account back down or if we can make the account more profitable and then add some budget and add the keyword back into it. If it's something we would want to show up for, I don't make it a negative but I will add more negatives into an account than I will add keywords. Like I will take away Mm. keywords while I'm adding negatives. I have one client. I think our negative list is up to like 300. Wow. And that's that's how it should be because you're you're selling just a small amount of products or services. There's these whole other things that you don't want to show up for, But Google's giving you the list of all the search terms that people have used, and it's up to you or the person handling it for you to sit in and sit there and go, yes, yes, nope, nope, nope." because you'd be amazed. Well, you wouldn't because you know, but you know all the different search terms that people search, and you can't initially think of them all when you're setting it up. So weekly, especially at the beginning, your negative keyword list should be growing. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below.
0: Okay, good to know. I think that's a really valuable point about the negative keywords. so I think people find that really useful. So would you say, that's my next question actually, was that probably the most common mistake? That is absolutely
1: that is hands down the most common mistake I see because most people don't know it because they they're not in it and if you if you go to Google and start setting up Google Ads they're having you set up the smart campaign Mm -hmm. which is smart for them in a money making aspect (laughs) but not smart for you the small business owner because you then essentially give up control to Google on it. And it's just like if I have people who come to me and say, Can you run it? And they have a smart campaign, I recreate it.
0: We're going to know the
1: actual advanced setting of Google Ads so we can control
0: everything and not let Google control it. Good to know. Thank you very much. So On that note, then, if you're not wanting to do the sort of smart, quote unquote, smart Google ones, would you recommend a business owner who has no experience with Google ads still to choose the advanced setting? Or maybe would it better be them them to go with what Google says? Or what would you recommend?
1: I would absolutely suggest they go with the advanced settings. I mean, there's tons of help out there. There's tons Mm. of people who do it. There's tutorials. Um, even just strategy sessions with Google ads, people can help, but I feel just from everything I've seen before of people who've come to me and had the smart campaigns, they just weren't getting anything out of it and they were wasting money. And unfortunately, okay. Google will always say the answer to everything is just raise your budget. And that's not the answer. <laughs> you know, I start yeah. 90% of my clients at $10 a day. And I'm like, we want to make this working and optimized and getting you conversions before we add more money. Because small business owners are just not made of money. We watch every penny. You know, we have to make Mm -hmm. decisions about where our money goes. And we want that money to work for us, not against us.
0: Definitely. And I think that was a really good point you raised about how you can... There's lots of help out there. But if you want that extra handholding, you can just... Hire someone like yourself perhaps for a strategy session instead of actually just doing the whole thing. Obviously in an ideal world, you want to get to a stage where you can just outsource it. But if you're in that first, you can get someone just to help you with the setup. Um so that leads me onto my next question. Next question. Sort of, yeah, when would you outsource Google ads? And let's sort of say money doesn't have to be a factor, so it could be time, money, whatever.
1: So when you need more leads in your business. And a perfect example is you've hired somebody to work on your SEO and they're working on your SEO, but you know, it's not an overnight mm-hmm. solution. So go ahead and, you know, start that SEO, then get some more budget, you know, save for another couple of months, then start Google ads, get your Google ads up and going and start it bringing in the leads and conversions. And then the ideal situation is when you're then ranking on the first page, Google ads is doing so well, then you keep both because then you're showing up twice on the first page of results yes. and people are more likely to click on one of your links. So that's always the ideal
0: solution if you can afford it. Definitely. Yeah. And in, cause I know you do both SEO and PPC, Um, do you think, which one do you sort of recommend for small business owners or does it depend on the small business or there's no right answer here? Like I'm a big believer that every business has different channels and.
1: It really depends on the small business and their budget. I will say that Google ads for like local service businesses, I 100% am like, let's just start with Google ads. Let's just start there. Your competitors are probably already there. Let's get you going and let's get Google ads up and bringing in some money. And then let's add on SEO after that, like almost flip it for them because service providers and Google ads just work really well. When, you know, when somebody's typing in roofing Knoxville, that's a very specific term. It's a small geographic area. And you want to show up for it. You know, there's people out there looking for it. And if you're not showing up, then they're just not going to find you. And this is your quickest way to show up and yes. get new business.
0: Exactly. And you're saying so with a with a budget of just to start with um, $10 a day. So what's that in pounds? That's about seven, eight pounds a day. So they can sort of, maybe they can see some results from that. Yeah. As long as they set up everything right, perhaps, you know, with a consult yeah. professional like yourself. And it's
1: not going to be a ton. You know, I have a lot of people come back and say, oh, well, I need more clicks per day. And I have to explain that if you, (laughs) you know, if you're doing $10 a day, and let's just say it's a dollar per click, which varies widely on businesses, but that would be 10 clicks a day. So over 30 days would be 300. You're not going to get much more than 300 clicks per day at a dollar a day in a $10 budget you know, if that's your only goal, you're going to need to increase the rate. But it's not about the clicks as much as the leads. Yes, we got to get the clicks to bring in the leads and we got to figure out which keywords are driving the conversions, but it's not always about throwing more money at it. Now, once you get it up and going and you're bringing in consistent leads and you're like, I could handle more business. I have one client who I'm like, we're starting at twenty, dude. And he's like, okay. And so we got to where he was bringing in. He's like, can we? I'm like, you can up it now. So he actually <laughs> we went to 60. We tripled it. And he's like, you know, he's good now. He's getting the leads he needs. But yes. to me, as a small business owner, because I watch my money, I want to make sure it's doing well first before we spend more money
0: exactly and on google ads are you able to track the return on conversions that like you can see when someone's actually sort of perhaps become a lead and then will yes. google ads help you figure out how much it costs to get that lead does it show you yes
1: yes you can figure out it'll tell you the cost per conversion um you can also set up like phone call tracking And different conversions Mm. that you want um, the customer to take, you know, whether it's a contact form or if they're booking an appointment um, or they're calling you. You know, some people are like, I just need to get them on the phone. Try to get me as many phone calls as you can. And that's a real, you know, local businesses. That's what they like. Some are like, I need the forms. I need them to fill out the form. That's it. So then that's what you concentrate on. But Google will give you that information. And then from a client side, though, if you're working with a specialist, tell them if the leads are good. You know, (laughs) I will say to my clients, you know, are the leads you're getting quality leads?
0: True. Yeah.
1: Because if they are, then okay, let's keep going with this. But if they're not, there's tweaks we can make. We can now in Google Ads um, target based on sex, age and household income along with, of course, the geographical targeting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're like, yeah, I'm getting leads and they're all in this age bracket and that's fine because that's my ideal client. Great. Let's just get the other ages out
0: of it. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point as well. You can really sort of hone down on the right people contacting you. Yeah. Um. So if you wanted to give some advice, because obviously there's lots of PPC professionals out there, how do you know and this is the same with SEO as well, because it's such a, you know, it's an easy barrier to entry when you're starting a business like this, as long as you've got the experience. But that, that you get a lot of sort of, well, scam artists, essentially, they say that they can do stuff and then, you know, they take people's money and then the results aren't there. So how would you recommend, obviously, apart from yourself, who's lovely and brilliant at your job, what, how can someone find a trustworthy PPC person?
1: I think the biggest thing is to make sure that their company is a Google partner, which means like in a single, I'm the only one in my business. Mm -hmm. I have a couple um, contractors who help me, but it's just me. But my business is a Google partner and I am a Google ads certified individual. And what that means is I have to take like four tests a year. Okay. And that's just to retain part of it. That's like a Third, there's three different categories to remain a Google partner. One, you take the tests, two, you follow their back, best practices, and three, you manage a certain amount of spend. Yeah. So it's like ten thousand dollars a quarter and I manage like ten to twenty thousand a month.
0: Mm, like yeah. I
1: actually totaled it up at one point and I've managed over a million dollars in ad spend wow. since I've been
0: doing yeah. this, which is
1: a little scary actually. <laughs> But that's what I would look for because anybody can come in and say, oh, I can do that for you. But you want to make sure it's being done correctly and they have the experience and they know what they're doing and have practiced it for a while.
0: No, that makes complete sense. Okay. So looking out for Google partner and yeah, that yeah. evidence that they've practiced it for a while and testimonials and things like that. Um, okay. And what about you? Have you got any sort of free resources or how can we get, in, well, let's start with any, we've got any resources and then how can we get in touch with you if we're interested in sort of reaching out for help?
1: I do. I have a free resource on my website called the visibility workbook that essentially guides small business owners through if they are ready to start Google ads, like if it's a good fit for them. It's super short, real easy. It's like little quizzes <laughs> and just to see if you're actually ready to get started because you may not be and that's okay. But at some point it might make sense for your business. Mm -hmm. And then, so where to find me is my website is the visibility method.com and it's up there. It's under freebies. And then the best place to find me on social is Instagram because for some (laughs) reason it's just my favorite still. And that is glenneth.com.
0: Okay, cool. So at glenneth.com. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. I'll put all the links as well in the show notes. So if you didn't quite catch that, don't worry, just scroll down. <laughs> um, but that's everything. Thank you. So is there anything else you want to say, actually, if you got any kind of final tips or anything?
1: I would just say if you're going to try Google ads, save until you have like a 90 day budget of ad spend Great and tip. give it a good 90 day trial. Don't jump out in three weeks because it can take four to six weeks to get statistically significant data to make decisions. So be willing to put at least a quarter, you know, three months into Mm -hmm. trying it before you decide if it's for you or not for you.
0: That's a really good tip. I'm just going to summarize that for everyone. So make sure you have 90 days, sort of put aside, to use on Google Ads, because that's how long it could take to sort of see the results you need. That is, wow. I'm so glad I asked if you got any extra tips. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Glenn. This has been so useful. I think a lot of small business owners out here, out there that were sort of maybe on the fence about Google Ads, or maybe they're sort of already got someone doing their Google Ads who isn't doing that good a job. Hopefully, this <laughs> will help you figure out if maybe you should move on or maybe contact Glenn as well. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, All right. That's all from me. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.